really struggled to pull this out of the microphone stand. It was more than a little embarrassing on a Super Bowl Sunday to be like, Ugh! but that's okay. I'm stronger than I look. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Home Church. If you are joining us in person, thank you. If you are joining us online, thank you. If you are joining us in the future, thank you. Uh, I think that covers everything. <laughs> uh, we're going to start off today with Children's Church. So children, come on down. And uh, we're going to put our hands together for Miss Anita. Good morning. I can stand back here instead of getting all the way up top. Do you know what kind of a dog this is? Yes. <laughs> Good. What? A beagle? It's got droopy eyes or droopy ears and sad looking eyes. Not a husky. It usually has a drooling mouth, too. It's a bloodhound, even though this one looks like a sweet dog. But this right here is an ace detective. He's a great detective. This four-legged creature is the best in the business for tracking, that is. Now, I didn't give the footballs this week. They're already rolling down the aisles. Hi, Luke. It's good seeing you. Police departments have used the bloodhound to track down criminals or missing people for nearly 200 years. That's because God made this nose to be an exceptional sniffer. Only God could do that. For starters, its sense of smell is a thousand times greater than ours. And those long droopy ears don't get in the way. When they're dragging along the ground, when the dog is sniffing, it ends up attracting scents that helps the dog. The dog can follow a scent that's 300 hours old. That's almost 13 days. And they've been known to follow a scent, follow a trail for 130 miles. Even with all the technology that we've created nowadays, nothing comes to the point of what God created in this little puppy dog. Did you know that the kind of life you leave, you lead, leaves a trail too? Maybe not a scent that a bloodhound would follow, but it should be a trail that leads others to you and on to God. You need to leave a trail of kindness and love wherever you go. The Bible tells us to love God with all our heart. Just because somebody did something bad to you doesn't mean you don't love God anymore. You need to remember that even when the times are good and you love God, you need to love God when the times are bad. So remember the bloodhound, what he does to help others. You know, Kinsey, your dad drives to Vegas, doesn't he? 
What happens if he doesn't make it to Vegas and you call out the bloodhound? They're going to have to go over to Mom Jennifer, get one of Dad's shirts, and the bloodhound will track him down between here and Vegas, and they'll find him pulled over by the side of the road watching a football game. <laughs> you know what? Bloodhounds really keep you going. So remember what the bloodhound does to help others, and then you remember to live a trail of kindness that's going to lead others to God. And I will see you guys in a few minutes. I did a little math in my head while she was talking. And uh, at one thousandth of the bloodhound's capability, if they can track a scent for 300 hours, you all should be able to do it for 20 minutes. So let's go practice after church. We'll go track some things for 20 minutes. All right, we do have a couple announcements before we get started. Uh, we need volunteers in our children's department. That'd be teachers, helpers, check-in. Uh, basically, if you're interested in helping our children's department as they, you know, present the word of God to the next generation coming up, please see uh, Jane Morrill, or you can call the church office, and we will find you a job. Uh, song and Word, Thursday night, uh, the worship and Bible studies will be starting up again March 10th from 6 to 8 p.m. So this is our worship time and our Bible study midweek. There will be both a men's and women's Bible study. Uh, Barb West is doing a Bible study. There's Latino Bible study. There's youth group. There's kids quizzing. And nursery is available. So you fit into one of those categories. Please show up on Thursday between 6 and 8, and we will get you uh, into a midweek service as well. Elevate is coming May 27th to 30th. Sorry, I, I saw a bunch of teenagers here, so I thought that would be louder, but that's fine. <laughs> Elevate is going to be March, May 27th to 30th at Point Loma in San Diego. This event is for 7th graders to people who are graduating this school year. The cost is $200 a person. It includes lodging, food, and the event, and $50 uh, registration fee is due on April 25th. Women's Aspire. I knew that pause would get you. Women's Aspire is March 18th at 7 p.m., so save the date. It's $20 for general admission, $30 for VIP. Unfortunately, you're all very important. So I think the $20 fee isn't even applicable. Uh, tickets are on sale in the foyer. You can see Jane Morrill. It is a fun event, so come on in and bring a friend. Church voting is February 20th for all members who are 15 or older. Uh, in the foyer at 9 a.m. until after the service at 11.30 p.m. we'll have voting. And then there will also be a drive-through voting um, available from 12 to 1 p.m. outside in the parking lot. All safety and sanitation measures will be in place for that. Also on Sunday, February 20th, we have a staff and ministry meeting after service. So this is for anybody involved in ministry, uh, nursery workers, Sunday school workers. If you help out here, uh, show up. And typically they feed us. I'm <laughs> I saw a shrug, so... Uh, We'll get more details on whether or not food's coming. 
And then welcome cards are in the pews, so if this is your first time here or if it is your 50th time but you want to get more involved or get more information, you can fill that out. Uh, let us know if you have any prayer requests, and that way we can uh, place you into service uh, as necessary as well as be praying on your behalf. And at this time, we're going to enter our time of giving and worship. So uh, we have three ways to give tithes and offerings here. Online, super easy and convenient. In the back of the pew, also super easy and convenient. And by mail, super easy and convenient. <laughs> so we got you covered on all three fronts. Um, and at this time, if we could have everybody bow their heads as we enter our prayer. Lord, we ask for your blessings over our tithes and offerings and over the worship. We give out of, out of love and we give out of respect and command. We give to send your message across the world and locally to help people. And we ask that you take everything that we give to bless it and multiply it and use it for your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning, church. Um, I want to give a quick shout out before we before we get started with worship and uh, our. Can we give a hand? Just a, just a good shout to our sister and brother Ken and Pam Bauer. Amen. And Ruben and Tori Espinoza, Mike and Linda McDaniel, our sister Agnes, uh, our sister uh, Jan. Um, all the way in Utah, and all our brothers and sisters in Peru. We have people watching in, um, in uh, Bolivia and all around the world. Amen? What an, we just want to say thank you. We love you. You're probably asking what's going on here this morning. We're going to be receiving communion. Uh, no, I'm joking. We're not, we're not doing that. Uh, no, I, I wanted this, this morning, church, um, we're, normally we, we have the altars open at the end of the service, and we pray, and, but this morning... God kind of put it on my heart to, to have us pray, uh, if you want to, before the sermon even started. That God prepare our heart, that, God's, that, that, that our heart be softened to receive his word. Um, so while the music is playing, while we're singing, while we're worshiping, you want to sit in your, your pew, you want to sit in your chair and, and pray. Um, I would even encourage someone to, to, to go and pray for someone else. Someone you don't know, someone you do know. Someone you know is struggling. Someone you know uh, needs a prayer. Or maybe you don't know them and you just want to pray for them. You want to pray for yourself. Maybe there's someone here this morning and you're sitting and there should be someone sitting right next to you. Maybe you want to come down to the altar and pray for them. Amen? Amen. And so this morning, um, I want to show you something. Uh, before, I, before I was a pastor, um, district licensed, I uh, sold tools for a living. And um, one of my accounts was uh, out past Winnemucca. There was a, 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 there's a mine there called Getchell Mine, uh, Barrett Gold. Anybody know what I'm talking about? There's a big mine. It's way out there in the middle of nowhere. And I would go out there, and I, I would sell to these mechanics. I was like the candy man to them. When they saw me, they, were, they want the latest tools. They wanted what was in, what was cool. And, and, um, and I noticed a lot of them had this penetrating oil, the WD-40. Who, who knows the WD-40? 
they got the WD-40, you know, they got, they got the, the, the PB blaster, they got all this stuff, and, and, and they, they, would, they would use this stuff for their engines. They want to get a part out. Maybe there was a, there was a fastener or a bolt that was stuck. They didn't want to throw away the part, so they would let this stuff sit for days, sometimes weeks, because they didn't want they, they to get rid of it. And so and sometimes it wouldn't come out. And sometimes it would, and they want to get rust, you know. They, and, and so I would come up, I would show up, and uh, I, would, I would let them know that I have a penetrating oil that's, that's, that's the best. And I'd say, you know, have you tried my penetrating oil? They said, no. And I said, okay. And so I would show them a little demonstration. Um, I was going to use a real cup, but we'd be here for days. And I know we got the Super Bowl in a few hours, so I don't want to take up your time. Uh, but uh, so I'll just use the WD-40 right here. This is what they got. It's a styrofoam cup. Anything that, that's good that can penetrate through something should penetrate through a styrofoam cup. So I would spray this, the, the WD-40 in the cup. I got a lot right here. I'm going to spray a lot. Okay. I would, I would use the PB blaster. I'd say, look, nothing's happening. Now, if I let it sit here for like a day, you're going to start seeing it seep through. Okay. The PB blaster, this is, PB blaster says right here, it says the best powerful uh, rust penetrating catalyst, the best selling stuff on earth. Okay. All right. Let's see. Okay, nothing. Then I'd even use the, just the, the, the original, the OG, the, the original stuff, the WD-40 right here. Plug this in right here. Be patient with me, church. Just go like this. You know? Nothing. Nothing. Right? But then I would take my stuff and uh, I'd say, okay, now. And, and there's nothing in the cup here, okay? There's nothing in the glass. But I would I'd spray mine in, inside a, uh, pardon the smell here. I'd spray mine and I would just I'd say, okay, now, not only is it going to go through, it's going to go through all of yours and the cup. Now, this is 1999. No, I'm joking, I'm playing, I'm playing. <laughs> Let me, let me just say this morning, many of us have used a lot of things in life to try to get to the, the hurts, to try to get to the things that, that, that's bugging us, but many of us haven't used God. Amen. Many of us haven't used the, the very thing that can really go through everything in the world. I'd even, I'd even take it a step further. Many people, they've used this, they've used that, and because of time and life situations, their heart has become hardened, and they got a lot of rocks, a lot of things that's just blocking, and when you talk to them, nothing can get to the heart. It's, it's been hardened. But by God's grace, we serve a God who even, even, even through life's circumstances, situations, we serve a God who can help give us breakthrough and can go through the hardest rocks, the hardest things in life. Amen. 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 So, again... 
our God is more powerful than a penetrating oil. He's more powerful. He, he can go to the deepest parts of our heart. And so this morning, I want to I wanna ask you, pray with us. Pray for someone. Pray for yourself this morning. As we go into worship, I, I would ask you to remain seated. I would ask the worship team to please come make your way. Uh, Sister Jeannie, could you please take this up and just and, and take it up, please? I'd appreciate that. Um, so this morning, we're going to do something just a little different. We're just, just remain seated and pray. And uh, meditate on God's goodness, maybe reflect on the week this morning. And um, as we sing out this song, Never Lost. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Make your way to the altar. There is no rush. There is no hurry. You can do all things. You can do all things but fail. You never lost a battle, no, you never lost a battle. And I know, I know, you never will. I say, you can do all things. You can do all things but fail. You never lost a battle, no, you never lost a battle. And I know. I know you never will. You can do all things. Yes, you can do all things but fail. You never lost a battle. No, you never lost a battle. And I know, I know you never will. One more time, I say. morning to make your way to the altar and pray. The lady who touched the hem of Jesus' garment wasn't sitting and staying one place. She, she made an effort and, we, and she went out. And this morning, Jesus is here this morning. And I want to encourage you to make your way to the altar and pray. Some of you need to let some things go at the altar before the sermon even starts. You need to let some things go this morning. I encourage you this morning and pray. Amen. I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave If I could have some of the staff and board members pray for people I'm not here for blessing, oh, Jesus, you don't know me anymore. 
just want you. And I'm sorry when I've just gone through the motions. I'm sorry when I've just sang another song. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you.
Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadows, you win every battle. Nothing can stand Almighty fortress, I say, yeah. Oh, 
Son, the Holy Spirit, praise you, Lord. Thank you that the battle does belong to you. Help us to rest in that peace, knowing full well that it is you that we trust because you are worthy. And Lord, we pray that you would penetrate our hearts, enable us to give all that is there to you. Even as the great King David said, create in us a clean heart, O God. And we thank and praise you ahead of time for doing just that, because that is your desire. Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord, and we thank you for Pastor Carlos as he brings us the word today. May it rest in our hearts and may we know that you have sent him to give us this message for a day such as this. And we claim a clean heart in Jesus' name. Amen. I give him praise this morning. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We give you praise and glory this morning. We worship you. So when I fight, I fight on my knees with my hands empty. right now there's people's hearts already prepared already ready but but I'm, my worry is that there's someone here already thinking about they're already thinking about what they can eat for the Super Bowl they're already thinking about what kind of chip dip they're gonna use they're already thinking is the house clean they're already thinking look 
Lord, have mercy on our soul this morning that we would put that before you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for what you're doing here at Home Church. We thank you for our family. We thank you for this place. Dear Heavenly Father, people, there's people here right now who've been fighting the battle on their own. And God, we this is more than a song, more than words, Lord. We, we are actively here this morning wanting you to fight the battle for us, God. So Lord, I pray that as we trust in you and only you, God, that you would fight these battles for us this morning. Maybe there's something going on in your life right now. Maybe you're watching online and you say, Pat, you don't even know who I am. No, God knows who you are. It's no coincidence you're here this, with us this morning. Sing with us this chorus this last time. May God fight your battles. These words have power. May these words penetrate your heart. May they go to the heavens and may God fight our battles. Amen, church? Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. One more time I say so when I fight out, fight on my knees, with my hands lifted high, oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I'll sing through the night, oh God, the battle belongs to you. So when I fight. So when I fight, I fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I see through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, worship team. We so appreciate it. Can we give our worship team a hand? Amen. Thank you so very much. My gosh. These, the singers get better every week. Amen. amen. And, and I don't know what it is with Carlos. He gets better every week on those drums. Amen. I'm, yes. Amen. Oh, and we can't forget Hannah on those keys. Amen. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Again, to all those who are watching online, we want to say thank you for joining in this morning. If you're visiting with us, we are so glad to have you. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. So there was a story about a preacher who was um, preaching a sermon on uh, temperance. Uh, he was having a day, let's just say, with, uh, it says right here, with great expression, he said, if I had all the beer in the world, I'd take it and throw it into the river. The congregation nodded their approval. With even greater emphasis, he added, If I had all the wine in the world, I'd take it and throw it into the river. Two. The people clapped. Some said amen. Some were real quiet. And finally, he concluded, And if I had all the whiskey, the rum, in the world, I take it and throw it into the river. <laughs> he sat down. It was very quiet. The song leader then stood up quietly and announced, for our closing song, let us sing hymn number 365, Shall We Gather at the River? 
Amen, amen. Matthew 5, 6 says, if you got your Bible, say amen. Matthew 5, 6 says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. I don't have to go far, and I don't have to follow you long uh, to find out what you're craving. Matter of fact, your checkbook, my checkbook, will reveal the things we're longing for, where we spend our money, where we spend the cash, where we spend our energy, our time, the people we hang out with, the people we like being around as a reflection of who we are, what we hunger for, our lifestyle will show what we desire. And Jesus says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are those who are hungry and thirsty for being in right standing with God. That's what righteousness means, being in right standing with God. Here's the problem. Some people are hungry and thirsty for being in right standing but it's not with God. Some people are hungry and thirsty for being in right standing with the world. They're hungry and thirsty for being in right standing with people. The problem with that is there's no person on this earth, no human being, nothing, no, nobody can give you the satisfaction that you are longing for. No acceptance could give you what you're longing for. I want to be in right standing with God. Where I'm pleasing to Him, my, my choice, my behavior, my decisions, uh, how, I, how I interact, how I, um, what's in my heart. Um, like I said last week, with every blessing, there is a promise, which is amazing. God gives us a principle, and then He gives us a promise. He says, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness... Here's the promise, you will be what? Filled. This word filled is an important word. It, it means God will give you an abundance. An abundance. God says, I will give you until you're satisfied. If you, if you hunger and you thirst for, for the things of God, he says, I will satisfy your soul. I will bring in abundance. And I don't know about you, but I need God's abundance. Something that satisfies, something that's lasting. I don't know about you, but I, I love Chinese food. Who likes Chinese food? You got the General's chicken, the Kung Pao chicken. You got the, uh, the ooh, now we're talking right here. We got the sweet and sour pork. What else we got? Chow mein. Now, is this shrimp chow mein or is this like the, the pork chow? Oh, the combination. She just threw it all in there. She... She threw in the three, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen? <laughs> she threw in the three. Let, let, so, see, but the problem with Chinese food is after you eat it in a couple hours, you're going to be hungry Amen. again. Yeah. Amen? Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the ice cream afterwards. You get the little cookie, you know? It only satisfies, and, and, that's, and that's what has happened to the world. The world has sold us a bill of goods. There's a generation, especially of young people, 
who have grown up being told that if you get money, if you get fame, if you get a car, if you get that house, if you get that education, if you get that career, if you get this, if you get that, you'll have everything you need and you will be happy. So we have this generation of people who have grown up and have gotten all these things the world says you should have gotten. They have reached the plateau, what the world says you're supposed to get. And then they got there and they realized it did not satisfy them. They discovered fame wouldn't do it. They discovered money wouldn't do it. They discovered sex wouldn't do it. They discovered drugs wouldn't do it. They discovered it wouldn't do it. Listen to me, nothing in this world can satisfy your soul but Jesus Christ himself. Amen. The thing of this world will only give you a momentary thrill. It lasts just for a minute. Like the song says, 60 seconds in it. Jesus said, if you hunger and thirst for righteousness and be in right standing with God, he says, I will fill you. You'll be filled. Right standing with God. Right standing with God does not mean you're part of a church. Amen? I mean, there's a lot of people a part of a church. Don't mean they're in right standing with God. Being in right standing with God doesn't mean you're baptized. I, I spoke to somebody a while back. I said, hey, is, is Christ living in your life? We're talking about Jesus and and life, and I said, are you born again? Are you serving the Lord? They said, yeah, I was baptized when I was a kid. <laughs> I mean, being baptized and having a relationship with Jesus is two different things. Amen. You know? You can, you can not have Christ in your heart, go in the water a dry sinner, come back up a, dry, a wet sinner. <laughs> but you can come a sinner on bended knee, accept Jesus Christ, and be a child of the Most High God. And then get baptized. <laughs> Amen. And I would rather be on bended knee now than later because the Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. But not only be filled, number seven, verse 7 right here says, blessed are the, what's that word? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are those who have mercy. The word mercy means to have compassion, to have pity on someone. It means you are affected by the suffering of others. Mercy means you withhold punishment from those who deserve it. Mercy means you don't try to pay someone back when they did you wrong. You, you, you extend mercy. And Jesus says, blessed are those who, who extend mercy because God will also give them mercy. And I don't know what, where you're at in life, but I need mercy. I need God to pardon me. I need God to give me another chance. Notice I didn't say I need God to give me a second chance because that was a long time ago. I need God to give me another chance. Can I get an Amen another chance because sometimes I mess up and I go through life and I mess up and I mess up and I mess up but guess what he gives me another chance and another chance and another chance and another chance matter of fact he says your sins and iniquities I will remember no more yeah. you know man has created we, we got these seas right we got these names Pacific right the Pacific is the sea the, uh, the Atlantic 
Our God has a sea he's called the sea of forgetfulness. Our God who is all-knowing, who knows everything, he, he had to create a sea just so he could forget. That's how much he loves you and I. His mercy is an amazing thing. God says, you be mercy, and I will extend mercy to you. Who in this world, in this life, do you know that's merciful? Besides God, who, can, is there somebody you can think of who's merciful? Someone who, just mercy. God says, blessed are the pure in heart. Verse 8, for they shall see God. Wow. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Those whose, whose heart is pure. Those who keep the, the house of their heart clean. Here's what it means. They, they keep their, their thoughts and their feelings pure. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed, blessed are those who, who keep jealousy. Envy, malice, covetousness, deceit, backbiting, lust, and we can go on and on and on and on. He says, blessed are those who keep their heart from that. Blessed are those who guard, who guards what comes into their heart. And what does he say? And they shall see. Thank you. God. You see the scribes, the Sadducees, the Pharisees of Jesus' day. Walked around in their religious garments. In their religious attire. Looking good and priding themselves. By dotting every I and crossing every T. Doing everything right. Making others feel they're not good enough. How they conducted themselves to the letter of the law. But what they did not understand is that we serve a God who looks beyond the external behavior and he looks into the heart. He says those who keep their heart pure, who guard their heart and allow God to penetrate the deepest parts of their heart and get all that muck and all that junk. God says, I will, I will see you. Matter of fact, you will see me. You will see my glory. You will see my handiwork. I will allow you to see my glory. God says, if you keep a pure heart, I will allow you to see my glory. You ever wonder why some people can't find the good in anything? Like, like it's a holiday if they say something good. What is the occasion? They can't find, they can't, they can't find or see the good in nobody. Matter of fact, they can walk through the doors of this church and they can't find good in nothing. 
They can't see good in anything that's going on. We got ladies and guys who are working very hard trying to keep the house of the Lord nice and clean and updated, and they can't find good in nothing. You ever wonder why? If you, if you can't see anything good, maybe you need to check the purity of your heart. But then there are people, not perfect, that could almost find the good and, and everything. Uh, again, they're not blind to life. They, they see the issues, but they can almost find the good in everything. Like Jesus finding the good when all we had to offer him was brokenness and strife, but he made something beautiful out of my life. Is God sharing his glory with you? You know, here, I'll, I'll take it down a little bit. Let's, let's go back to 1980s. But let's, let's not have the mullet, though, okay? Let's not do the mullet. Let's go. Can you imagine Bill Gates? You, Bill Gates sharing with this crowd here. Which I, I, but again, put, put yourself back in that time. Sharing the vision of a computer, a chip. Do you think Bill Gates would have shared the vision with somebody who would look at a computer and say, what are you doing? You're wasting your time. We have books. Do you think Bill Gates would have shared the vision, shared the dream of what he, he sees, what he's invested in, what he puts his time in, what he loves? Do you think Bill Gates would have shared the vision of what his dream is, what he sees? I don't think so. Not that he's upset or mad, but I don't think our God wants to share something with somebody whose heart's not like his. And you've got to wonder why. There is so much good and bad, yes, but there's so much good in life, and we can't see God's glory. I think we need to check the purity of our heart. You know, I can go to Lake Tahoe, and I can look at the trees in the, in the, in the, in the lake, and I can see God in that. Amen. I can, I can see, I can see God in, in the, when it starts snowing, and you see the snowflakes. I can see God in that too. I can, I can see God in, when I look at the stars in the sky, and I, I can, I can see God. I can see God in impossible situations where money couldn't even solve the problem. I can see God in that. I can even see God. I can see God in poverty. I can see God in drug infested communities. I can see God in it all. And some of you are saying, how can you see God in starving poverty situation. How can you see? You see, our God came over 2,000 years ago, was born in a manger, not in the Hotel Hampton Inn. Matter of fact, there was no room in the inn, and he placed himself right in the middle of it all. 
in the heartache, in the ghetto, in the struggle. He placed himself right in the middle of it all. Why? To save, redeem the world, you and me. And he saw something beautiful. He saw something good. He saw past our faults. He saw past it all. The question is, can you see his glory? Or is our heart so hardened that we haven't allowed God to come through and penetrate? Some of us this morning, I pray we're like the styrofoam cup. Some of us might be like the glass cup. It's going to take a couple years. But thank God we serve a merciful God who keeps giving us another chance and another chance and another chance and another chance. But I got to say, time is ticking. Can you see the good in anything? Can you see God's glory? I believe we can, church. I believe we can. Scripture says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Confusion He understood And all I had To offer him Was brokenness And strife But he made something Out of my life, something beautiful, something good, something beautiful, something good. Oh, my confusion. church this morning I want to pray for the broken heart and I want to pray for the person here this morning who who again it's not because we're uh, we have ill will or 
but life has sometimes handed us a, a bad deck of cards and sometimes we could ask ourselves I, I, I can't see God in any of this how can I how could I see God in this again we might want to check out the purity of our heart this morning because Jesus saw the good in everything, even in the middle of chaos. Can we see God's glory this morning? Can you see it? And I want to tell you this morning, he can see it in you. And so I don't care how many times you've messed up, what you've done. There's a God in heaven who loves you. And he's here for you this morning. If you would like to accept him to be your Lord and Savior, I would encourage you to pray this prayer with me. If you're watching online, pray this prayer with me. It's not about joining the church. It's not, I might never ever see you again. But the Bible says that unless a man is born again, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's you this morning. All heads bowed, all eyes closed. You say, Pastor Carlos, no one's looking around. You say, Pastor Carlos, pray for me. I'd like to receive Jesus. Lift your hand this morning. Amen. God sees a hand. God sees his hands on his hearts. God sees a hand. Hallelujah. He understood. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Gracias. And all I had to offer him was brokenness and strife. But he made something, yes, he did, beautiful out of our lives. Pray with me, church. And if you didn't raise your hand, you'd like to pray with your brothers and sisters in this place. Because how many know we are not alone? We're not alone on this journey, amen? We're together in this. Pray with me. Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. I am sorry for the sins I've committed, and I want to turn from that sin. I want to live a new life. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for taking this from me. I repent in Jesus' precious name. And all God's church said, amen. Amen. Stand, church. Stand with me, church. Hallelujah. Let's sing out that chorus one more time. Something beautiful, something good. Amen. Sing with me, church. Something beautiful, oh, something good, something good, all of my confusion, all my confusion, he understood, he understood, when all I had to offer, and all I had to offer him was brokenness and strife, but he made beautiful out of my life. Amen. I want to say, church, I could, I could tell already, God, and I don't want to point anybody out, but there's, there's people here. Everything you've been looking at has been, is, is, is a, it's a bad situation. But God has set some people free this morning. 
You're going to walk up out of these doors and you're going to look at a situation where everybody else will look at it and you're going to find the good even in the bad. You're going to find the good, not because you're going to be, but it's just going to be because your heart is going to be pure. Not perfect, but your heart is going to be pure. And God's going to share his glory with you this morning. Amen. Did God speak to someone this morning? Amen. Hallelujah. Let's bow our heads this morning as we, as we pray, as we ask God to dismiss. Hallelujah. And before we do that, I just want to say I, I so appreciate you all. If you're visiting with us, we're so glad to have you. If you have any questions, you can come talk to me. Love to see you again. I gotta have Carlos come up and dismiss us this morning. Pray us out of here. Let's all bow our heads this morning as our brother closes us. Amen. Dear God, I want to thank you for this day. I want to thank you for this church, Lord, and everybody that walks through these doors. And Lord, I just want to thank you for every visitor and every person that has come in a while, Lord, and just an ongoing person, Lord. I want to thank you for the sermon that you have given our pastor. And Lord, I just ask that we would keep following your word, Lord, and keep having pure hearts, Lord, and staying consistent with you. And Lord, I just ask that you would protect us today. I want to thank you for the service. And Lord, just keep our minds pure and our hearts pure. And let us be merciful to others, Lord. And let us hunger and thirst for righteousness. And please, Lord, I ask that we'd have a great day watching the Super Bowl with our family and friends. And Lord, just protect us on our way out today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Give him praise. Amen. Be blessed. Be blessed this morning. Amen.